Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast. This is episode 405, 405 episodes. I've been speaking crap to you guys for for 405 episodes at at approximately 20 minutes each. So three of those equals one hour. So you do 450 divided by three is what? is what let's think let's think real quick divided by three would be about a hundred and hundred and twenty seven hundred and twenty seven hours of me yip yapping <laughs> sometimes it's interesting sometimes it's probably boring sometimes it's probably annoying uh sometimes it's probably repetitive um, I tend to repeat stories but I think I don't think that's ever gonna change because what happens is I can go into a story from one direction and then for some reason um, an idea you know something my memories uh, triggered and I come in from a different direction and I end up on in the same story and it's just it's really interesting it really is um, because what I'm t- what I'm talking to you guys about is an individual person's life. You know, my thoughts mainly. You know, and people probably say, well, man, I really don't give a fuck about your thoughts. And I hear you, you probably don't. But then there might be a few who do. And those are the ones that this is for. You know, hey, listen, 405. Maybe, maybe, maybe you like every 15 episodes. You know what, that's cool. Maybe you only list like from 25 to 30, and then never came back on. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that, you know? <coughs> what I'm looking with the, with the podcast is longevity. Because what I'm noticing as I, and I, I really don't check the stats, guys. I cannot tell you exactly you know, how many people listen. But I can tell you this is, if for instance, there's 20 people listening today, all right? And it won't be 20, a lot of times it's, it could be less. I've had more, I think I've had up to 80 something. But what happens is, as the time goes on, I might go back to this episode that only had 20 people and look at it again and I'll have 60. And that continues, that just, and that goes on from month to month. And and that's what I want. I want people to be able to find something about me that's interesting. Something that they can relate to, something that they can bond with. And then say, hey, you know, I kind of like this dude. I want to see what else he's about. And they go in and they go back. Um, today I told I told the story. I think I told you guys the same story yesterday. Um, and I posted. I posted about why I don't watch the, the Super Bowl. I haven't watched football in years. Um, and it, it kind of opened me up. And it was so funny because as I was talking to you guys, I was really reminiscent. I was like, I was deep. And it was almost like, 
my thoughts were on a free fall. And I just kept talking and talking. It was almost like I was talking faster than I was thinking. And I was getting nervous at one at some point as to what I might say. Am I going to reveal something that I'm not ready to reveal? Because there's a difference between trans, being transparent, which is what I want to be, and which I am with everything, with my vlogs, with my blogs, with my videos, with my TikToks. I try to be as transparent as I possibly can. But there are always going to be those things that I'm just not ready to share yet. If I'm going through an issue today, today, I might have an issue, I might have a problem sharing it in real time. Because number one, it could hurt. Number two is I'm confused. I don't know which way I'm going with it. Um, <coughs> and, and I could be embarrassed. But then I could wait a month or a year or a week or a few days and, and the outcome is clear. And I could go back and visit this, this topic and say, guys, back in episode 405, I was going through this issue. And I was embarrassed to talk about it because it was embarrassing. I had no idea how I was going to come out of it. But I did. I came out of it. This is what I did to come out of it. At that point, I feel I'm able to be open and I'm able to relate to people, but also to give people hope. Now I tell you, hey, man, you know, I'm having this problem. And for, for instance, for instance, let me give you an example. I had COVID. I had COVID. And I explained the reasons why me and Andrew didn't want to bring it up in real time. And I told her. I'm not gonna hide it from anybody. I said, I just don't know which way this thing is taking us. And I don't know what to tell other people. Maybe somebody else is experiencing it. What can I say? Because I'll tell you one thing. It's crazy because when I got it, and trust me, I got it pretty mild. I, I, almost, I almost didn't recognize it until the doctor told me. The reason why I went to the doctor was because I was taking Claritin D and it made me so freaking paranoid. Not, not paranoid, but it, um, anxious, anxious. Like my body was just like vibrating and at nighttime, I couldn't lay down and it was so crazy because it was almost like my mouth was de developing like excessive saliva and I felt like I was gonna choke. Yo, I was a mess, like I cannot take those medicines. I can never, I can cannot take those medicines, you know? <laughs> and when I went to the doctor, oh, I'm sorry, it wasn't Claritin D, my bad. It was Sinex. It was Sinex. And apparently it has some sort of steroid in it that, you know, got me, um, got me, you know, wired. And it got me, my body just, I was not used to that. I've never taken this stuff before. And um, when I went to the doctor and they checked everything, and they did the COVID test, that's how they knew. Because nothing else came in, but it was just routine. Check the COVID, check it, have a COVID test. And they were like, hey, you ever had a COVID test? I said, no, well, we're gonna give you one. Okay, cool, so they gave me one. I paid it, no mind, okay? Um, I told the doctor, I said, well, you know, what can, what can I take for this, you know, what I'm going? He goes, I don't know, he goes, maybe it's, uh, could be, you know, your sinuses, it could be, he goes, try something like a Claritin. I've never taken Claritin in my life. And I felt that I was a little congested. 
not a lot because I was able to cough and it was but and it was a pretty typical congestion that I get when I get allergies like there was nothing that was different and you guys have probably heard me when I've come out here and I start coughing I'm outside right now by the way and I've come out here and I'll just start coughing or when they start burning the wood or the leaves out here at nighttime and I start coughing you know and I've got like a very sensitive upper respiratory issue however they took x-rays and they found nothing so apparently I'm okay it's almost like an allergic reaction like if it's candles or if it's incense it irritates me um <clears throat> but anyway so I ended up buying the Claritin D which was very expensive I didn't need a long one so I didn't buy the $50 one but like the $19 one which only like 10, 10 tablets and that night actually went in the car Angel said, well, you have to take this like every four hours or whatever. I forget. Oh, no, it was 24 hours. She goes, take it right now. So it kicks in before you go to bed. So I said, okay. So we're in the car. I have water. She pops it open. I take that one. I'm like, okay. We go. We do our shopping. Regular, regular thing. Get home. I'm fine. But that night, I start to get that panicky kind of vibrating feeling inside of me. And yo, I was like, I'm worried about my son, I'm worried about my daughter, I'm worried about my grandkids, I'm worried about my wife, I'm worried about my aunt, I'm worried about my cousin, I'm worried about I'm worried about everything. My brother just passed away, who like means the absolute freaking world to me, and who was a health nut. And I'm worried about like, oh my God, you know, I, I try to follow a lot of his ways. I'm like, oh my my goodness, you know. So like everything was just piling up and it was just, it was just crazy. And I, I got up, and I remember basically I just could not sleep. I would lay down, and my body would just be like almost like a roller coaster, you know, like when you go on roller coaster, it drops, and I would get up, you know. And I just I didn't want to even fall asleep. I seriously thought I was gonna die in my sleep, you know. And I ended up just walking around. Finally, I, I stayed up till like five in the morning, and the angel was like, you know what? Maybe you need to just not take. That. I said, yeah. I said, I don't think I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna take this Claritin anymore. Right now, this was a Thursday that I went to the doctors. Okay, <clears throat> I went to the hospital. <clears throat> we don't have a primary uh, doctor. We don't go to doctors, so we just go to hospital and whatever. Anyway, um, that's on Thursday. Saturday, she's not feeling good. She feels like really exhausted. Um, ribs hurting a little bit from breathing. So I'm like, you know what? We got up, we got up in the morning. We got up, I got up, got up, it was Saturday morning. And she goes, well, she goes, I'm gonna sleep till around noon. I'm gonna sleep till around noon and then I'm gonna let it go. I said, no, 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 let's go now. It's about 8.50 in the morning. I said, get dressed. Let's not wait till noon. Let's go now, that way the place is empty. So now I couldn't go into the hospital. So, you know, we drove, we drove to the hospital. I sat in the car. And she's taking a bit longer than I was taking. Uh, they, when I went in there, they hooked me up to the EKG. They checked my heart. They checked, gave me, um, x-rayed my lungs. They, they, uh, they didn't put IVs on me, but they put the, 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 the little port that goes in your hand. So I laid there and even laying there, I couldn't really like lay back. I had to sit up. I was just the anxiousness. Doctor came in. He asked me if I had any issues and I, you know and I told him I said no no I don't have any issues not that not that I know of and uh and he said did you take a COVID test I said no he goes we're, we're gonna give you one 
I said, okay, cool, you know? I've been wanting to take one anyway, just, just in case, just for a peace of mind. So anyway, that was on Thursday, right? So Saturday, she's in there. She's taking a little bit longer than normal. She's taking a little bit longer. Um, and I'm sitting there, and she texts me. And she's kind of keeping me abreast as to where she's going, okay, I'm in this room, I'm in this room. Okay, they just, they just um, hooked me up to an IV. They did this, you know? And she had a little fluid in her lungs. Not a lot, just a little bubble, not even fluid, my bad. Like bubbles, they noticed. So they gave us some, they prescribed her some medication. Me, I got no prescription. They recommended some Claritin. Um, while I'm sitting in the car, she texts me. Because I had not gotten my results yet for the COVID. And she goes, hey, your COVID test is positive. Came back positive. I'm like, what? And all of a sudden, I had to step out of my car. I was shaking like a leaf. I was so freaking nervous. I, because for so long I've been saying, if I get this thing, I'm not gonna make it. I'm gonna die, I'm done. I can't catch this thing. And I go out there and I catch it. Thank God that I caught it. And I went through it before I even went to the doctor. I was at the end, I was at the tail end of the virus when I found out that I got it. Had I known I had it in the beginning I probably would have gotten myself sick. So now they didn't even have to test her. They did what they call suspected COVID positive or whatever. Um, because of me, we live together and we're always together and her symptoms. So they didn't have to even give her a test. So uh, so we wind up and they, they, they ended up just telling us to go home and just relax. And pretty much treat it like a flu, try not to overexert ourselves, take it easy. And that's what we did. And we came home and we just watched movie after movie. But I'll tell you, every time I laid down, every time I laid down, I could not sleep. Now, I was already off this stuff, but I guess it was still in my system. It was like I couldn't take anything. I, took, I couldn't take aspirin. I couldn't take um, cough medicine. The best I could do is, is suck on a, a cough drop, a Ricola, you know, for my cough. Because anything that I took mentally, I blamed it as part of the anxiety. So it's almost like, oh, I took this aspirin, now I'm anxious. Oh, I drank this cough medicine, now I'm anxious. Oh, I, you know what I'm saying? So I stayed off everything. I stopped drinking coffee. I wouldn't drink anything with caffeine. I wouldn't drink a Pepsi. Um, I wasn't drinking anything. I was, I stayed off of sugar. I wasn't drinking anything with sugar or eating anything. Oh my goodness. Like I was just, I wanted to calm down. Angel went, we bought teas. I hate teas. I, I told you guys, teas to me are disgusting. I just don't like them. I'm not going to say disgusting, my bad. I don't like them. They taste like dirty water to me. However, I've been drinking them every day. Like she just actually, while we were watching, we were watching something a little while ago and she's organizing her little tea a little tea uh, holder that she puts in the cabinet. A thousand tea, tea bags in there, everything from, like she has a tea for everything. Oh, you're sleepy? I got tea for that. Oh, what, you're constipated? No problem. I have a tea for that. Oh, what, you're nervous? I got a tea for that. Oh, you, you can't hear? I got a tea for that. Oh, you can't see? I got a tea. Yo, she got a tea for everything. You know, however, every freaking tea tastes the same. So, whatever. You know, hey, if she believes in that, it's cool. I'd rather believe in teas than, than, you know, well, I have this liquor for this and I, you know, but, um, 
But anyway, so what I was trying to get to is I ended up talking about it after because I didn't know which direction I was going with it. Was I going to be okay with it? What can I share with people? Like, what can I... Because when I got it, I didn't know who to talk to. Like, I didn't want to talk to friends who got it because I I wanted to keep it on the down low. I'm not really one to post sad stuff, like negative stuff. I don't... I don't want to be, I don't want to post when I'm sick. I, I'd rather post that I'm better, but I was sick. That's fine. I don't want to post, you know, someone died today. I'll get over and do the morning part, uh, you know, I'll, I'll talk about it and, um, and, and I might bring it up, but then I leave it alone. I can't, I can't stay on top of it. It's just not, it's, I, it's, it's not what I want to do on social media. You know, all on my podcast. I don't want to depress people. Now, when I did, when I was really, really down, and guys, I got on, I think I did one podcast like 10 minutes, and then one like 15 minutes, when I usually try to do 20. Because I knew I wanted to get over, get, get on. But if you listen to those, we're talking about from like January 2nd on, like the whole month of January. Because we caught it in Chicago. We did that one show. A one show, I could not get out of my mind. I kept saying, I don't know if this is a good idea. And <clears throat> and I was right. It, was a, it wasn't a good idea. Um, but if you listen to the podcast of January, listen. Go back to the beginning. Listen and see if you can. Because if I listen, I could probably hear what I'm telling you. Now, I haven't listened back to them. So I don't remember what I said. But I do remember how I felt. I do remember feeling weak at one point. I do remember, in fact, this one episode, because I stayed up all night, that I came outside, guys. And any of you guys who listen regularly, this is in the month of January, okay? I don't know which episode, but I was outside. I came and I wanted to do the podcast a little earlier because I wanted to try to get to bed because I have not been sleeping. I'm talking about at this point I was up about 28 hours, almost 30 hours that I did not sleep. I'm talking about I did not even doze. And I came outside and it was warm out. And I remember I actually said, I'm gonna come out here and I'm gonna I'm gonna do the podcast a little earlier than normal. Because I do it at night. So this was like the earliest I did it. I don't know, I might have done it like 4 p.m. I brought my chair, my, my little uh, porch chair out in front. I was in the sun and it felt good. I wanted to be outside because I wanted to breathe. And in the middle of talking to you guys, there's this long pause, it's a silence. During that silence, I actually fell asleep. I nodded out. I don't know which episode it is, so when you guys listen, if somebody can let me know which episode that was, <laughs> I'd like to hear it. But um, uh, um, that's how tired I was. But I... But what I was realizing is that when I'm not thinking and when I was talking to you guys doing the podcast, I wasn't thinking about my breathing. I wasn't thinking about my freaking mouth getting filled. I wasn't thinking about being nervous. I wasn't focused on those things. So I was okay. So talking to you guys, I was able to fall asleep. You know? Um, at nighttime, and I mentioned this to you guys before. I don't like to watch. I hate watching the news. The news gets me anxious. I know people are dying. I know this. And sometimes I feel selfish that I don't want to listen to. And it's like, 
I, number one, I can't do anything for them. I can't do anything for them. All I can do is look at the lane I'm in, my life, my families, and just focus on that. I don't, I can't have something, especially before bed, that goes in my head and just, I don't know how I'm going to wake up. So I don't want to indulge in that stuff. So what I do is, and I don't like to watch anything serious before I go to bed. I can't watch like 48 hours or I can't watch a crime movie. I can't, I need something silly, something that makes no sense. Something that's just fun and that maybe sort of reminds me of my childhood. So it gives me that comfort. And I watch Family Guy. And and sometimes I can watch the same episode over again. You know, most of those episodes I've seen. But that was the thing that I was able to watch that kind of kept me at ease. And then it got to a point where I told Angel, I said, listen, and I could never see with the TV on ever or a light. And I told her, I'm going to leave the TV on and put it low. She said, okay. And I said, and what I would do is I would lay down and I would concentrate on the show. Like I would, because most of the episodes I remember, I would try to picture them in my head. And this was actually helping me doze off. But I would doze off only for a couple hours now. And I would get up and and I would start pacing again, walking around the house, using the bathroom, letting my dog out. And, um, and I would lay back down. And, and then we got, she said, why don't we try something else? She goes, why don't you put on the TV on YouTube, do like the rain, you know, when it's storming. I was like, I love the rain, you guys know. I said, okay, let me try that. So I put the rain, uh, the rain channel thing on. And I lay there and it actually, it's sounding real. Like, cause my, my headboard is up against a huge window that we have. It's a, whole, a huge wall to wall floor to ceiling window so my headboard is up against that and when it rains this is what I hear so it was perfect except I don't know who recorded this shit but they had like a freaking piece of rain hitting like a, a, a metal can or something because all of a sudden like it was it was set for eight hours that it would play I think someplace in like the two hours all of a sudden you hear bing 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 I'm like who I woke up I said who the hell recorded this this thing was perfect why would they record a freaking metal can? Can people really sleep listening to that? <laughs> you know, so, but, um, but I couldn't, um, I couldn't talk to anybody about this stuff. I had, you know, I pre- pretty much had to deal with it. I talked to my wife about it. Um, and, uh, whenever I could get some sort of, like, uh, sometimes I would go online, I would see somebody, yeah, let you know, guys, thanks for, the prayers, I'm, you know, I'm basically on, I'm at the tail end of, of the virus and I f- I'm feeling better. I actually went back to work, you know, they start and I felt good about that. It gave me that positive reinforcement, you know, and I think that plays a huge, huge role in our health is I believe that our minds can, can help us, you know, you know, rest in peace, man. God bless so many people that were lost doing this this pandemic and I pray that I pray that it just like abruptly ends and no more people have to die from this thing I definitely don't want to feel it and I definitely don't want to see anybody I love you know go through this you know but um anyway so anyway uh that's pretty much it you guys I kind of overdid it but you know these few extra minutes make up for the 
the last one when I, I didn't do I didn't quite do 20 minutes. So anyway, listen. Um, thank you always for hanging in there with me. And again, I hope something somewhere at some point I say something, a word, a lie, a sentence, uh, an idea that kind of gets in your head and just you know just makes you say, oh my God. Yo, guys, realize I'm 54 years old. I've been through a lot. I'm not a dummy. I've had a lot of experiences. Um, I raised kids as best as I could. I didn't have a father growing up, so I had to learn on the fly. And I got a lot of great training from my mom. But then there was a lot of stuff that she was limited in, you know. So and she didn't grow up with a father either, you know. <laughs> so. Um, so there, there might be something in there for you, you know, and I'll tell you this, and this is a God's honest truth. These podcasts help me. They help me. Every single one of them helps me. They, I make them late enough so that way I'm releasing stuff that's on my mind, stuff that's on my shoulders. And it, it relieves me. It makes me feel good. And, you know, maybe one day when I'm old, I'm able to listen back to these things and just say, wow, you know, look at how where my mind was. And, and guys, we realize this also. It's a pandemic. I don't, pandemic, I don't go anywhere. I'm not on the road. I'm not booking shows. I'm not on stage. I'm not, I'm not running through airports. I'm not having dinner with the other other artists. I'm not in a studio. I'm not doing these things now. I'm not doing these things. What you're getting is me at home with all the shit in my head. I appreciate everyone who's been hanging in there. Thank you. And tomorrow, I'll talk to you again. So... Good night, Freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.